Hi class, welcome back. We're going to read chapter 13 today and uh, let's find out how that fire started. Luke wanted to ask questions. He wanted Mr. Hendricks to solve every mystery right then and there. But Mr. Hendricks was already turning to the other boys, repeating again and again, It's all right, you're safe. They need to be indoors, muttered Luke. He looked around at the forlorn clusters of boys scattered across the shadowy lawn. Is there room for everyone in your house, Mr. Hendricks? An excellent idea, Mr. Hendricks said. He raised his voice. Hot apple cider and biscuits will be served at the headmaster's house in five minutes. Fearfully, the boys began moving through the darkness. Once again, Luke got stuck hurting the others. It's safe on the path, really, he had to assure one boy after another. You're not going anywhere dangerous. He had thought his classmates had made so much progress, had become so much braver. All that seemed to have been erased tonight. Once everyone got to Mr. Hendricks' house, they all crowded in eagerly. Nobody wanted to be left out on the porch, even if it meant standing shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow. Someone started a brigade of biscuits and cups of cider. The cider sloshed on the floor and crumbs dropped everywhere, but no one seemed to care. They were all coming back to life. When the door opened in my room, I couldn't believe my eyes. Oh, when the door opened in my room, I couldn't believe my eyes, Joel said. Did anyone know those doors were there, John asked. Why didn't they just let us go out the regular doors, Robert asked. Because they knew we'd all be too scared, Trey said glumly. They knew we were cowards. Trey seemed thoroughly disgusted with himself. It, he wouldn't meet Luke's eyes. Luke thought about how he'd feel now if he had been one of those boys cowering in beds or trembling in their closets. He felt a surge of pride. He, at least, had been brave. This time. Hey, maybe there wasn't a fire at all. Maybe this was just a drill, Joel said. Maybe it was just a test Luke and the teachers cooked up to see how we'd react. They probably got the idea from Smith's talking about needing a sledgehammer to escape. He and several other boys turned almost accusingly toward Luke. No, there was a fire, Trey said dully. Didn't you smell the smoke? Hey, where is Smith's? John asked. Why isn't he here bragging about how his bodyguard got him out? Because he's so rich and his life is so much more valuable than any of ours. Now everyone looked expectantly toward Luke, waiting for him to explain. Smith's wasn't even Luke's real brother, and Luke was still supposed to be Smith's keeper. He's here in Mr. Hendrick's house too, Luke said. He's just in a different room. He's probably got a room to himself, Joel said resentfully. Luke didn't answer this time. He was still trying to make sense of what Mr. Hendricks had told him. The last thing he wanted to do was try to explain everything to the others, who didn't think much of Smith anyway. But they didn't like Oscar either. They'd probably want to blame both of them for setting the fire. Luke was probably sure he knew which one was guilty. But why? The conversation seemed to swirl away from Luke as the other boys moved from the dining room to the kitchen. Only Trey stayed by Luke's side. 
Weren't you scared at all? Trey asked softly. Why didn't you want to hide too? Luke thought back. It was hard to remember what he had been thinking when that first alarm went off. When that first order came over the loudspeaker. Evacuate immediately. He wasn't even sure if he had been thinking. I probably did want to hide, he told Trey. I just knew that I couldn't, and I worried about everyone else. Of course, Trey said. That's because you're brave. You're a hero, and I'm not. I never will be. Luke remembered how miserable he'd been when he found out his friend died. His friend Jen died at the rally for Third Children's Rights, when Luke hadn't even had the courage to go to it. But Luke, at least, had had the comfort of knowing that his cowardice, if that's what it was, had probably saved his life. Trey's cowardice could have led to his death. I'll make you a deal, Luke said lightly. Next time, you're welcome to be the hero instead of me. Trey shook his head. I'm not joking, he said. It's not that easy. When I'm terrified, I can't just stand up and say, well, it's hero time. I can't. And you? You went back into a burning building. What, six, seven, eight times? You risked your life. Luke didn't like thinking about what he had done in those terms. Well, there wasn't that much danger, Luke said. I never even saw any flames. That's because the escape corridors are sealed, Trey said. Mr. Dirk explained everything. They sealed off our dormitory rooms and the escape route as soon as the first fire alarm went off. It really is an ingenious system. None of us deserve it, except you. Luke had never seen Trey like this before. Trey had never seemed to mind being so easily frightened. He'd never seemed to long for courage. What had the fire done to him? All right, everyone, Mr. Hendricks announced at the front of the room. We've now checked the entire school thoroughly. It's safe for all of you to go back to your rooms. I realize this has been a disruptive experience. All morning classes are canceled, so you may sleep late. The boys had recovered enough for their spirit that they managed to raise a feeble cheer. But the exuberance died as soon as they began moving out into the darkness once more, facing their fears of the outdoors yet again. Luke moved around the edges of the crowd, thinking he'd need to guide the others along the path to the school. But Mr. Hendricks stopped him at the door. Not you, he said, laying cautioning hand on Luke's arm. I need your help. With Smith's, Luke asked. Mr. Hendricks nodded. And Oscar. That is the end of chapter 13. We still don't know if one of them set the fire or what happened. But I do remember Smith's talking about fire and how he would escape with no windows, so... Uh, Post your titles. You can do a flip grid to let me know your thoughts. See you next time.